This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hi, and welcome back to the Full 90 Sucker Time Podcast, our weekly... Yeah, okay. <laughs> weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, and an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league, not funded by foreign royalty and barely funded at all. It's MLS. <laughs> uh, we're your hosts from mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor, and evidently they have podcasts in Spokane. He's Brandon from the internet. You know, uh, most of our podcasts are about why guns are good and uh, why... <laughs> aren't <laughs> yeah sure 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 build, build the wall next yeah to... yeah build the wall through cleellum <laughs> keep those leftists <laughs> out of here oh man it's We're off to a great start let's go yeah yeah how many bleeps have we already used i hope you bleeped just out one, just one i hope just you bleeped one. out because i feel terrible about saying that <laughs> Um, yeah, you know what? I was walking past a uh, uh, house the other day. I was walking my dogs, and there is a house uh, down the street from us. Actually, I would say that we live in a pretty blue pocket of Spokane, where our house is. But sure. like two blocks down, there is a house with um, signs out front that are like, it's, it's time to secede. It's, go, you know, 51st State of Liberty or whatever Woo, it liberty. is. Um, and- liberty, 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 liberty. <laughs> That's already a theme song. How would you know our national anthem already? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I, I kind of just, uh, I'm, I'm always waiting for my dog to time um his poop in their yard so that I can just leave it <laughs> and keep going. I feel like a terrible person for doing something like that, but a little you bit less two terrible. Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> two, two dogs. So that's two poops. Maybe better my odds. Except, except my, uh, my greyhound is a white supremacist, so he won't do it. So I don't know. That's okay. That's up. Yeah. Uh, do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple podcasts or whatever. Just whatever. Just, give, if you could just listen. <laughs> well, the, we have to give them something to listen to. But give us definitely five stars for the one podcast we've done in six months. <laughs> but primarily, leave us a comment. We just want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player. Yeah, from the homegrowns, Danny Leva to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I mean, Alfonso Ocampo-Chavez. <laughs> this week, the international injury generator. Ah, there it is. Take on uh, F Sounders FC. Take on the pandemic preseason. Oh, my God. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say join us at full90podcast.com. It is where you'll find our link tree that will not take you to an OnlyFans page because ain't nobody want that. Not yet. Not yet. Um, um, speaking of uh, injury generator, uh, yeah. I think that the the injury generator might have just dealt its uh, largest death 
death blow uh, to an entire team. Uh, My God. RIP Sacramento's MLS bid hopes. Is it over? I mean, is it officially over? Or are they still looking for another billionaire to make that happen? I think that they'll probably try to look for another billionaire, but I was reading... Um, apparently the owner, so the owner of Sacramento, the, the TLDR is that the, the guy who, who put up Sacramento for the MLS bid, who was going to back them financially, uh, pulled out completely. And, uh, now Sacramento has lost their MLS bid unless they are able to find the funding. It's a $200 million expansion fee. And apparently this dude who was going to fund them didn't pay a cent, not like a down payment. There was no like, uh, pre-commitment. You know, when you buy a house, you put in like the earnest money that says if you're to pull out, like you lose all of that money. He did nothing. So Sacramento has like no collateral in the game at all. So good, if, good for them. If they Bad could, for MLS. Yeah. If they could find another billionaire based in Sacramento who wants to front, uh, their expansion fee, that'll probably be over $200 million at this point. Um, good luck. Sorry about that, Sacramento. That's a lot of pullout talk that you were just doing there. Careful. That's, that's how MLS ends up pregnant. <laughs> well, that's what's going to get keep Sacramento around. Okay. <laughs> so I do a I do a radio show in Sacramento, and it like broke my heart to yeah. see that for them, especially since it could be another team to beat up on San Jose, which is what I think we all want. So it is what we all want. Yeah. Um, so we haven't done a podcast since after the Sounders were eliminated from the playoffs. I don't even remember by whom or who won the who won the championship. So that's well, considering it, that the playoff game that we were eliminated from was the final, and it was Columbus Crew. Uh, I, I I don't I don't uh, I don't hold it against you for forgetting that that happened. I literally had no idea, Brandon. I had literally. <laughs> No idea that we made it to the MLS Cup final again. We didn't do anything. We didn't. No, we did. <laughs> but we neither, did the, about neither did the Sounders, though, so, to be fair. Oh, boy. Oh, that's what a bummer. That really, that really deflated things. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Off to a good start here. Yeah, Welcome to season first... three of the, of the Full 90 Soccer Time podcast. Is this season three or four? I think this might be four. I don't know. It would be the extra garbage thing for us to do to not know what season we're on. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. In case you're new here, we're terrible. <laughs> so I got my first sunburn of the of the of the year yesterday. That was pretty cool. How, you got a little sunshine. How is that possible? Uh, well, the sun came out, and see, you're not here, so you don't know. Yeah, the sun was yeah. out yesterday, and I am building a retaining wall that is better at defense than the Seattle Sounders back line. Ouch! 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 <laughs> Ouch. But I did see what's his nuts has some pretty sweet. Uh, uh, what's his name? Javier. Um, Javier Arriaga. Yeah, that's the guy. Pretty sweet. Well, what is my problem? Have has I he, forgotten has the whole he, team? So, um, I mean, we talked about last year about uh, uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz fighting off the coronavirus by injecting bleach, and we've seen what it's done to his hair. <laughs> yeah. So, are we about to? Well, I'm not about to start a rumor that Javi had um, no. uh, uh, coronavirus, but <laughs> I'm going to say he didn't because he he was preemptive. Preemptive yeah. strike. Preemptive strike yeah. against the coronavirus by injecting bleach into his. Uh, skull. Hey, that's pretty dope. He's really taking this America thing pretty seriously. Good job, dude. Okay, every picture that is posted of Javier Arriaga is like the happiest photo that you've ever seen. He's like a puppy who is just always <laughs> bouncing around. And it may, so I um I finally got around. Well, now this is old news because we haven't podcasted in um forever. Uh-huh. Um, but I finally got around to watching Ted Lasso. It took me forever. Everybody was talking about how great it is. I finally got around Still to watching it. it. What's that? 
I still haven't. Oh, no, well, no, then no, this no. this is not going to land like I was hoping it would. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you should watch it, first of all. You should watch it. Sure, sure. Um, second of all, there's a character in it named Danny Rojas, who is like the happiest guy who runs around the field saying, football is live, football is live, Danny, Danny Rojas. And that is Javier Arriaga, in my opinion. <laughs> like, the guy that could score three own goals. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 not me, finger wag. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he leaves he scores three own goals and then leaves the pitch and goes football is life <laughs> three own goals would be a brutal day oh my God. the uh the uh the own goal hat trick so i've taken the off season pretty seriously brandon i've taken it as, like um you know some some like some players are uh out hiking or adventuring or spending time with the family just getting some rest and others Roman Torres show up for preseason like 20 pounds overweight and that's where I'm at I am almost back to preseason pre quarantine pre covid fatness from <laughs> great the last since the last time we podcasted uh it, it's just unbelievable I mean it's been a delicious last nine weeks or however long it's been how long do you think we took off uh, too long i feel like um you i've known you to do taekwondo right taekwondo uh no no karate karate kempo, uh, kempo. Yeah, yeah kempo karate yeah. okay so i've known you to do kempo karate and uh you liked it because it helped you get into shape it taught you some some sweet mm, yeah. um uh, self-defense skills i don't know if you're still doing that or not but <laughs> what makes me think uh by you saying that you've gained a lot of weight and you're back to uh pre-covid is that maybe you're taking your japanese martial arts up a level <laughs> To yeah, our favorite. You mean for the big bash show that's coming <laughs> exactly. up? Exactly. Oh man, they just announced the Banzuke, and there are some interesting moves. Poor Tokushoju got demoted. He got you know everyone wants pro rel. You should be watching sumo because he got relegated down to the juyo. Oh. It's depressing stuff. And I think really this time around, I think we could see a new Ozeki show up. Mm. I, I think it could. Let me pull up the Banzuki real quick. You know the important things. Yeah. So I know uh, that we uh, we were about to, we have we have we're working off of the same run sheet here that we were going to record in Ju- yeah, uh, yeah, January yeah. and it didn't happen. Um, mm. But I have a note in here that says I think for the winter boss show or for the July uh, the January boss show that Takake show did not uh, did not compete. <sighs> flat. He is uh, he's Kadoban, meaning that if he does not get eight wins this time, which is a majority of wins in a 15-day tournament, um, that he will be demoted from the um, it's considered the top rank. Anyway, from Ozeki back down to something else. Mm-hmm. But it's beyond that. Tereno Fuji, who had both of his knees damaged, like I think he had like ACL problems in both knees, and then he got diabetes. Uh-huh. The, Jor- the Jordan Morris effect. Yeah, he had he got Jordan Morris syndrome, and then he uh, then he got di- diabetes, which is. <laughs> I mean, uh, I feel like sadly. that's probably like the most common Sounders injury generator in the sumo, <laughs> in in the sumo field. He really does have Jordan Morris, both bad knees oh. and diabetes. Oh my! Oh god. my god! He overcame both. Good news, Jordan Morris. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, he overcame both. He went. He dropped down to what would be like the step below USL. Mm. Like we're talking about Kitsap Pumas. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Pumas. Yeah. Um, Pumas. Fuji dropped down to that and then worked his way back up. If he gets 10 wins in this basho, I think he's going to be Ozeki next time. Just saying. Wow. Also, wow. If, you were, if you're in the business world and you're in Ozeki, are you an executive? Is that... <laughs> Okay. Is that their CEO? Is it the executive? Ozecutive? I am the uh, chief executive executive. <laughs> there we go. The, the, 
the CEO. Got it. Oh. Hey, um, okay, so speaking of Japan, while we're on the topic. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, <laughs> so we've talked. We've talked. You've been to Japan. Uh, oh, I, yes. I have now been to Japan. Um, hi. And hi. And um, so I we've talked about the fact that I really love cycling. You really love sumo. We, ah. uh, we appease each other's uh, interests by talking about those things on this podcast. Sure. Now, I think I found something that uh, was specifically created for our friendship, and, uh, yes. and that is Kieran. That is Kieran Racing. Now, Kieran Racing is uh, track cycling um, mm, that, that started in Japan. And and I think if you don't know a lot about track cycling, when you see it in the Olympics or something like that, it's a bunch of people in skin tight suits on these carbon fiber bikes and they're going crazy, crazy speeds. Now in Japan, where this track cycling started, they look like Power Rangers uh, getting on bikes from the 70s and 80s, racing around, trying to knock each other off of their bikes and still sprint as as fast as they can around, which makes me think that they just took the best parts of sumo and the best parts of track cycling and put them together to create a sport and, for us. And the, and the best parts of Power Rangers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, seriously, if you look at pictures of these guys, they are wearing, um, and gals actually, because they do, they do have a, a, but the women are allowed to ride bikes from this century. Um, uh. <laughs> but they, they wear these like super bright, they look like power, I, I mean, I'm not making it up when I say they look like Power Rangers. They, yeah, they yeah, wear, and they, saw- they wear pads under their, under their, uh, uh, jerseys. I now follow a Kieran account where they show like, you, you talk about stables, right? For the sumo wrestlers, they all belong yeah, yeah. to a stable. Well, it's similar in Kieran. They all belong to, I don't know if they call it a stable or whatnot, but they all belong to a school, right? And um, they show videos, and and it starts with one guy riding on his rollers, which is the thing that you can ride your bike on a stationary roller. And uh, as as they pan out, you just see it is literally hundreds of cyclists on these rollers throughout this. Like, enough to power... It's wild. Enough to power, like, Tokyo. (laughs) Like if you just connected all of these guys up to like if you put all these guys on Pelotons, <laughs> why don't they? I don't know. They that would be really smart. I wonder if it's like I know that like um I, I don't know enough about Japan to really comment on this, but I know they're very tribal. Like uh, there's a lot of like it's not nationalism, but a lot of like pride for your own whatever they call their states there, which is gonna prefecture. Prefecture. And it yeah. used to be like hella racist between prefectures like if you were from that one and i was from this one then like if you were like say from mm, liberty and i was in uh washington still like we wouldn't be able to like communicate anymore because we'd have to hate each other mm-hmm. and that's like traditional times in japan and i'm probably oversimplifying and i'm sorry i don't mean to be like that but that's like translated down a lot to like even like you said the stables for the sumo wrestlers and then these small teams and everything. I wonder if that is a leftover, a remnant from that island culture developing like mm. that, where everything is really broken apart. I think what's what I found super interesting about both Kieran and Sumo is that, uh, and we've both thought we've talked about this, having both now been to Japan, is that um, people are so polite and like they don't want to bother you. They are like very. I, I don't want to say meek in a in a negative way. I just mean in a way that they they are calm and they are like pleasant polite people they're honor bound is what it feels like totally it's like that like if you ask how to get to, to the train and you don't have a common language that person will walk you to the right place until you figure it out like that it's was like, not my experience in japan for the record oh, really? i had a terrible train experience it was the oh, worst man. 
It was so good. And we just asked every time, and people were so helpful until, the, until we learned how to use it, and then we could uh, do it ourselves. It was- well, I think what, what is uh, crazy to me about, uh, about the fact that this culture is so polite and pleasant and honor-bound is the fact that like the both of the sports that we love are like incredibly violent. <laughs> it's, not just tra- it's not just track cycling. It's track cycling where people are wrecking at 35 miles an hour on like, I mean, steel frame bicycles. God, the collarbones. My God. Oh, I, that's why they wear the pads. That's why they wear the Power Ranger pads. I, I, don't, I would be surprised if it works, though. That's crazy. I, now all I can imagine is where all of the cyclists get together, enjoy and like create one. This is, the, this is what should, Japan should do in the Kirin Olympics, is they should <laughs> form a cycling Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> of all of these guys on, <laughs> on one big bike. <laughs> I'm obviously in. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. sweeten me up anymore. Let's go for it. <laughs> what do we do wasting our time going to Mars? So here we are, Brandon, the first day of preseason practices or rehearsals or whatever they're doing here indoors yesterday. Interesting with the sun shining. I thought that was weird. Uh, the team got together yesterday, March 1st. Today's the second. On March 1st, they got together for the first preseason activities and everyone gave their hugs and whatnot. And a special guest was there. Somebody you wouldn't expect to be a guest of the team if we were talking about this the last time we podcasted. Jordan Morris had the most interesting slash heartbreaking offseason of maybe anyone on the team. Yeah, he gets transferred uh, for a loan, not tran- not a full transfer, but he gets loaned over to Swansea City. Uh, this mm-hmm. is this feels like such old news at this point because we haven't podcasted in so long. He gets, he gets uh, loaned over to Swansea City uh, over playing in the uh, the championship right below the Premier League. And uh, they're based in Wales in Swansea, in the city of Swansea. Why they're called Real quick, Swansea that, City. That was back in the middle of January, which feels like the the late 80s at this point. Yeah, totally. And he um, he plays in a couple games as a substitute, finally starts a game, and tears his ACL basically immediately. And uh, and and Swansea's like, all right, back to Seattle with you. Off you go. And uh, now he's back. He's back in Seattle, unable to play for anybody. <laughs> the parallels between the first time he did his knee and the second time he did his knee, where it's like, Basically, right at the beginning, it's in a match that is going to greatly affect the Sounders' regular season. Should he have returned, mm-hmm. just just awful stuff. So to see him back at the facility yesterday, I can only notice one thing: they showed everybody coming up and giving him a hug and everything, and it's like you're all wearing masks, right? And you're all doing social distancing, except for when everyone rubs faces with Jordan Morris, who's <laughs> been overseas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he's probably been back for a couple of weeks, uh, but yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, no, but we had a mask on. It's the old, it's not <laughs> defense. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's it's <coughs> it's really so because I'm bad at my job. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's the same knee or if it's a different. It's knee. A, I don't know. It's a different knee. I uh, someone else looked it up for me. Okay, um, I've heard that that's pretty common. Like if you if you tear an ACL in one knee, it's all like only a matter of time until you do the other knee because um, you overcompensate on on the other knee. You, even if you feel full strength, you end up overcompensating in some way. I love looking at our notes uh, from when we were going to do this podcast in January, mm-hmm. where we were talking about. Um, 
Jordan transferring overseas. And uh, I loved like some of the some of the tweets from people uh, that feel incredibly relevant now. Um, you know, from Gervin O or Gervin Zero, Kyle says, uh, Roldan and Morris having to zoom their friendship is the real heartbreaker here. Well, not anymore. Yeah, let's put that heart back together. <laughs> yeah. uh, from Steve, he says, there's no way Jordan, not Scuba Steve, to be clear. He says, there's yeah. no way Jordan Morris is going to be able to play a regular Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday championship schedule. You're not wrong. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> not for the reason you thought. <laughs> and and that's it. That's really it. I mean, it's uh, uh, I think I think Swansea was really excited to have him, and then they lost him. Uh, Paul Ariola is a guy who used to play for DC United. Who um, uh, Jordan Morris is really close with on the. Uh, <laughs> stop laughing at his last name. <laughs> He was really good friends with Jordan convinced him to go sign for Swansea on loan. And then Jordan immediately just like takes off back to Seattle. It's like, have fun in Wales, idiot. I mean, it wasn't like he took off. He was like, psych. And then he just gets on a plane and flies away. <laughs> be awesome. Uh, our takes here were, does Dr. Morris go as part of the deal? Also, can he prescribe cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Hey, that's a good take. It's solid. Yeah. It's about as good as anyone else's take at the time. Yeah. So, that, so what is this uh, Q- QAnon thing? I don't know. Oh, we really should have revisited this. No, but actually. <laughs> no, no, no. Here, it's better that we didn't. Hold here, on. Here's a, here's, a great, uh, here's a great take from uh, Tropic Sounders, who always have the best takes. If you're not following us, at least go follow them. Uh, they, yeah, hundred percent. They're t- Don't they, screw us. <laughs> forget us. Go follow them. Actually, they can have this podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they the the question is uh, really because we'll we'll get to this in a second. Like all of the departures from the Sounders this off season, not a lot of incoming players. So Tropic Sounders have the best call. Who's going to replace Jordan Morris? Some of their idea ideas were Clint Dempsey, Messi, <laughs> Lofa Tatupu, Harry Ship, Paul Paul Gascoigne. Steve. So far, only one of those people might be able to do it. <laughs> Lofa Tatupu? <laughs> the one and only. Uh, Steve Nash, Tony Hawk, Blake Sheldon, Tiffany Trump, the bassist from Creed. Dude, I actually listened to Creed last night. That is, that's a, that's weird. Don't uh, admit that. What are you I doing? I know. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Korean barbecue tacos. Chef, uh. Chef Boyardee. My Uber Eats guy, which might be Harry Ship. Who knows? Uh, Popeye's <laughs> chicken sandwich. Mitch from General Nutrition Center in the mall. And Wario. What's <laughs> a me, Wario. I'm not going to win. <laughs> hey, it, with that kind of attitude, that's what we need. Hey, I figured out the... Um, this is just unrelated, and it was in... Uh, I saw somebody on the subreddit Collapse is what it's r slash r slash collapse on on Reddit. And um, they were breaking down how QAnon is just a brilliant pyramid scheme that's tearing apart the fabric of rational discourse. And I was like, somebody get them on a sideline water bottle sponsorship. (laughs) Did somebody say pyramid scheme? I heard LA Galaxy needs a new shirt sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) I know how we're going to save Sacramento. Don Garber's like, hello, hello, this is Don Garber. Don Arbor. <laughs> okay, anyway. Yeah, so um, uh, the Jordan Morris thing is obviously the biggest uh, the biggest issue for mm-hmm. this school. Oh, I just got really lightheaded. Oh, man. Am you, I going to pass you, out? You'd be, be okay. Crazy. You bet to tear your ACL? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as long as the injury generator does it. Ah! Sounders injury gener- generator. Gregor has a case of the floozies. <laughs> Sounders Injury Generator, sponsored by QAnon. Oh, God. 
<laughs> My dog's it's ears not, just perked up in the background. <laughs> it's not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Pizza Gates for real. All right. Okay, so um, there have been some changes. I didn't look at this at all. So I mean, I mean, we talk it. about like the people who have left the team, the people who have come into the team. Okay, let's go there. All the, let's all, go. All that's really the off season. All yeah, all that happened really in the off season. Some some big changes, but less about on the field. Chris Henderson, uh, the Sounders technical director, has gone to be the technical director or sporting director, whatever his title is, for Inter Miami uh, under David Beckham. Mm. Um, so that's a sweet gig for him. No, and I guess his his daughter goes to like the University of Miami or something like that. So he just wants to be closer or whatever. Um, I don't care. You're dead to me, Chris Henderson. Uh, yeah. jo- Jordan but- Morris obviously was a departure, but uh, now has a torn ACL and uh, won't he be back. playing for anybody. But he's back. Um, Ramon Torres has gone to uh, again to go play for a team in Costa Rica. It looks like, and then Matt cool. Johnson, weirdly enough, ah! the voice of the Sounders uh, is gone. Now I don't know. Um, I don't think there's been an announcement about somebody who's going to replace him. I don't know who the new voice of the Sounders is going to be. Um, I if they're going to just go with a solo call of uh, Costigan, or maybe maybe they're making Zakawani the guy and. Um, uh, I don't know. So it's it's interesting to see. Uh, I'm hoping that they bring in somebody just like uh, awesome. Do you think that was a COVID thing? I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't. I don't think that they were paying Matt Johnson enough money to like cut it because of some contract dispute. Um, so I mean, they cut other people that weren't making very much. Dude. They like they 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 tightened some budgets there. I, like I get it. It's a business, and you don't have. You're missing. You know, 17 times a year, 45,000 people hand over anywhere from 20 to $300. Yeah. That's like, that's a ton of revenue. I mean, yeah. I, I feel awful because there's nobody who both could speak speak for the Sounders and back it up with having been a fan as long as Matt Johnson. Yeah. Um, I mean, the guy is, the guy is, uh, I mean, Arlo White was great for this team. Ross Fletcher was obviously great for this team and good for this podcast as well. Um, Matt, (laughs) Matt Johnson came in with like a completely different style, right? Like he wasn't a trained uh, uh, BBC broadcaster, right? Uh, But he comes in here with like, kind of like what what we try to do as a podcast is, uh, is be a voice for the fans, right? Like, just be. A, we're just regular fans. We're not super knowledgeable tacticians or anything like that. Matt Johnson isn't either, and he came in there and did a good job and like spoke to the things that. I mean, sometimes I think that uh, you could tell his his greenness when it came to uh, broadcasting, and it would annoy me sometimes. But at the end of the day, it's kind of sad to see a guy like that go, who has given so much to this club, has been a fan forever. I don't think that he's leaving Seattle or anything like that. But I would argue that. Um that by the second or third season he was doing it, that greenness was gone. Sure. And now you just had a guy. If you could accuse him of anything, it would be... Um, Saying the score too many times? <laughs> no, 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 not even that. Just being a homer. Just being like clearly in the on the side of the Sounders. Like there's... If if there's anything, like that would be... But like whatever, that's great. That's fine. That's why yeah. you have that guy. Instead of hiring somebody that is a trained broadcaster. And he got there because... Loving seeing and saying what's going on is a skill that you can acquire. Some people are better at it than others, but like to describe something that's happening in front of you is you learn how to be efficient with it. And he got way better at it. So eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, 
you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So we've talked about who's out. Uh, not a yeah. ton of names out, but enough that, you know, some pretty impactful ones. Jordan Hort, Jordan Moore, Jordan that's terrible. Jordan Morris and Chris Henderson, obviously the big ones. Now, in, not a ton coming in either, but a couple things that I think are going to be pretty impactful for the team. One, I mean, one small thing is apparently Henry Wingo got sold on uh, playing in Norway, and the Sounders somehow got $200,000 from a sell-on clause. Uh, to me, feels like finding $10 that you forgot about that you left in a jacket five years ago. Exactly. <laughs> just just lump that in with Tam and Gam, and I have no idea it, what the hell you're talking it's about. Nothing. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it but it pays for, you know, three new who's. So it's <laughs> <Totally>. like <laughs> Oh man. And then uh the the two big ones uh really are Jao Paulo, who is here on the loan, is now here permanently. Uh Sounders were able to work out a deal to make his contract permanent, which I think is massive dies. for the team to be able to see a full season with Jao Paulo uh playing in the middle. Uh it, you know, no more Gustav Svensson um playing yeah there. what happened there yeah actually that's a good call did we not that just kind of yeah that just kind of happened where like the, i saw someone's like rumors rumors that the sounders could try to work a deal for goose to come and i was like wait he's not he's not back yeah <laughs> uh, what is what's his story well, well we actually maybe missed a couple really important ones uh <laughs> like Sh- shocking <laughs> welcome back it's still preseason for us too okay um so eternally preseason <laughs> it's forever preseason like some people have endless summer ours is just like forever preseason <laughs> uh so so gustav Spencer, it seems like it's a little bit up in the air but i i mean i think i think he's all but gone from the team um which is I sad so too, i mean yeah. he's in a regular and impactful huge player for this team and and what we're saying right now probably won't do him justice um then you've got kelvin leardam who uh golden clog winner three years running uh is trying to uh the sounders are trying to bring him back uh to the team and uh hopefully 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 they'll be able to finish that um except i'm for once feeling pretty strong about the sounders outside back uh situation considering they brought in like seven last season um and then new I, I still who, think you're new better who runs off. enough he could play both spots so i, I still feel that Lirdam greater than uh, alex rolled on oh, of course like, yeah just a veteran uh, at a position as opposed to a guy who played you know five or six I mean, matches at the end of the season yeah alex rolled down looked great he looked awesome in the games well, that he played, but then, but then you get to the MLS Cup to where, a point. Well, yeah, yeah, and then you start him in, a, in an important match, and you start to see uh, that he is not a seasoned uh, professional player. He was a guy who was cut by the team and then brought back. You know what I mean? So it's it's we call that a budget player. <laughs> exactly. He, but he, I know offense to Alex. How Roldan, many new who's is Alex Roldan is uh, making these days? 
Um, but for I real? mean, but I think he earned his contract for the new year. Um, Joven Jones, excuse me, Joven Jones. I'm choked up about this one. Apparently, Joven Jones is also gone. <laughs> um, and speaking of outside backs that are departing, I mean, he Germany must have ruined him because he was not uh, up to par. Uh, last season when the Sounders brought him back. So I'm not not super yeah. sad to see that one go, uh, but, you know, a bummer that that one didn't work out. Same. Now on the way in, uh, yeah. actually, are a few players. Uh, we talked about Jao Paulo uh, is, is permanently uh, now with the team. Now, Kellen Rowe, who's a player that I think Sounders fans have been trying to get to, to – trying to like will him to the team for the last five years. He's played in New England. Um, I think he played in uh, where else? He played in New England and somewhere else. I don't remember anymore. But um, he's from Federal Way, uh, and he has signed with the Sounders to to play the full season. And I'm thinking that uh, what finally did it for him, what the, the, the final kind of straw that got him to sign for the team, is that he just really missed Wild Waves. <laughs> he's like that great wolf lodge when that reopens first in line <laughs> uh so that's a big one and then the sounders also brought in another local uh spencer Ritchie as a goalkeeper uh trey muse who is an academy goalkeeper has been sent on loan to play in san diego um and the sounders brought in spencer Ritchie, who spent the last couple of years in uh vancouver playing with uh the whitecaps cool okay yeah. With uh what's his name? Uh Brian Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Brian Meredith? Uh, <laughs> but it's it's weird. So I it seems like because of the pandemic, a lot of teams are in this spot where they're not willing to just go splash a ton of cash on players, right? Um the Sounders have just lost their technical director in Chris Henderson and don't have, you know, outside of Garth Lagerway, don't have a lot of um uh the tactical kind of long-term oversight of the team right now. Everything with Chris Henderson is now gone. Um, and so he, Chris Henderson was also the main head scout for the Sounders. So that guy sure. was traipsing around the world, looking at players, trying to get them to sign. That's how we got Kim, players like Kim Kihi. That's how we got Gustav Svensson. It's him going and scouting out these matches. Um, so the Sounders aren't likely, I've read, to bring anybody big or any really anybody else in until they get a new person in that role which I feel like we've been in this position with the Sounders before. Oh, we don't want to sign anybody until we sign our new GM, Garth Lagerway, right? Or, oh, we don't want to sign anybody until our coach is finalized, Brian Spencer, right? So there's always some sort of an excuse about the Sounders not making moves in the in the winter offseason. It's always the summer offseason that the Sounders, or not the summer offseason, but the, the, uh, the yeah. summer transfer window that the Sounders start to bring in players. Um, nobody wants to spend money. Sounders are saying don't expect much right now. So I love this take from Ari Lillianwall, who says, I think that every homegrown for Seattle next year should play 2,000 minutes minimum. It seems like as good a time as any to see what you have, and none of this matters anyway. Society is collapsing all around us at a constant rate, and we took none of the necessary steps to stop it. So firmly firmly puts us in uh, context Evergreen of the tweet. world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, the Men of Blazers say this, uh, play the babies. Just yeah. like, let's throw some of these kids out there and see what happens. Because like you did it last year with Alex Roldan. He's not a baby, but sure. like you threw him out there and suddenly you got like a big production out of him. Um, the problem is, is that you have to satiate the fans who are expecting, a, you know, an MLS Cup run every year. And if you say that you're just going to play the kids and see what happens, I would point to, um, you know, why don't they just do that at Tacoma Defiance? Also, sure. while we're at it, shout outs to my man. 
I love me some Wade Weber. Oh, he is yeah. just the coolest, nicest guy, and his appointment as the head coach of the Tacoma Defiance really makes me so happy because he's just a lovely human being, a music freak through and through, and just a pleasure to deal with all the time. Always has something nice to say. Uh, it taught me a lot about watching soccer, or watching the defenders and how they play, which is cool as he played that position forever. So, um, yeah, really couldn't be happier to see what he can do to get that squad delivering some more young talent for the Seattle Sanders. We'll see. Okay, well, um, in case you just woke up from six months of hibernation since the last <laughs> time we podcasted, it's too long, didn't listen. <laughs> too long, didn't listen. Welcome to forever preseason. I love it. I love that that yeah. is us now. <laughs> too long, didn't listen. I think we've just found the Japanese Jordan Morris. <laughs> As my dog starts crying in the background. You guys racist. <laughs> He's racist. Not Jordan Morris. <laughs> my dog. He, your dog, the white supremacist. Yes, I forgot. <laughs> and last too long, didn't listen. Brandon sure said pull out a lot. Been watching a lot of Bridgerton. <laughs> This has been the Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast. Find us online at full90podcast.com. Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast is a Wizard Bird production. Hot Rubbish.